It has recently come to my attention that the episodes are rather short because each chapter is only a thousand-ish words. So it's kind of a quick read. Um, so I'm going to start reading two chapters together and see if that creates a more kind of a longer length of episode that everyone is more comfortable and happy with. If you prefer this or prefer the old way of just doing one chapter per episode, then let me know. Cookies and Brownies It was early on Sunday when Patton and Virgil began to make the first batch of sweets. The brownie mix was the first to run out as they had made three large pans of the chocolate goodie. They spent ages cutting it all into even slices and arranging them on a plate for the table. The rest were all boxed up for Patton's bake sale tomorrow. After they had used all the mix, they moved on to the cookies. This ended up with both boys covered in head to toe in flour and eggshells. I hope you two will have as much fun when you clean up the mess, Mrs. Darwin laughs as she takes one of their brownies. It's not our fault. The cookies came to life and they did this. Patton laughs, brushing some of the flour off his hands as he takes the final tray of cookies out the oven. Ah, well, I'm sure you'll love to clean up for the cookies, just in case. I'm going to the store. Do you boys need anything? Patton shakes his head. Virgil? Virgil nods. Um, well, I think we're out of flour. He smiles, and Patton giggles. I think you are. I'll get some more. Do you really need anything else for your bake sale it's really a lot of baked treats just for school bake sale pattern pattern nods very quickly oh yes virgin wants a, a large budget for the next play in theater club and the school said if we wanted more money then we'll have to raise it ourselves so we are mrs darwin smiles at her son well i'm sure roman is lucky to have you by his side and tell him to come over for dinner soon it's been too long as for all of your friends. Mrs. Darwin leaves, and the boys start at the cookie decorating. This one's a cat, and this one is a patterned cookie. Patton points at the heart-shaped cookie he had blue icing drawn glasses on, much like his own, onto the black icing. He laughs at it, and he starts on another one. I, I did Jack Skellington on one. Virgil produces a nearly professional-looking ice cookie. Wow, that's amazing! And all the rest, how are you so good? Patton's eyes sparkled as he looked at his brother's cookie work. I should sell yours for double the price. Virgil laughs a little. Calm down, it's not that good. They continued to ice the cookies until they had all something on. They'd gotten rather lazy towards the end, as their hands hurt so much from just doing lines or dots on them. Patton sat and watched in awe as... Virgil spent five whole minutes decorating a cookie with the Hamilton lyrics on one of them. After they finished, they stood back and looked at their work proudly. That one's cool. Is it for someone? Virgil asked, pointing at a cookie Patton had done near the end. It was a circle cookie that had a brain wearing glasses iced onto it. Patton nods. It's for Logan. He may seem like a rich snub, mainly because that's exactly how he acts. He's never failed to buy something from one of my bake sales. He isn't that nice to people, but I think he just doesn't know how to talk to people. 
Patton smiled, picking up a cookie that he'd spent last time on and handed it to Virgil whilst picking another for himself. They'll never know. After they're done, Patton takes another and packs the rest away. Feeling dangerous, Virgil asks, gesturing to the second cookie. Patton just sticks his tongue out and takes a bite. He manages to be on a sugar high for the rest of the day. Virgil was in Patton's room, helping him put up some poachers in his light broom bedroom and fairy lights to match, as the last ones had broken in some way. How do you want to decorate your room? Patton asks, as they sit on a floor colouring in a colour by number poster. I don't know, I've not really even thought much about it if I'm honest. Well, what colour do you want to paint the wall? Do you want shelves or a bookshelf or both? Curtains or blinds? Virgil shrugs. Oh, come on. Well, maybe I could paint the walls dark purple, and a wall with chalkboard paint, like you suggested. I was also thinking about doing a wall for all my posters. I'm not sure about the rest, though. It's a big room. Yeah, well, anything you want. Consider it yours. You can see my room. Go as mad as you like. Really, I don't want to spend too much, and Patton cuts him off. I'm going to stop you right there. Here are the rules. You can't look at the price tags. Just get whatever you want, okay? But, uh, nope. No uts, no buts, no coconuts. Virgil just sighs and nods his head. He then laughs a little. I can't believe you said that. Each to his own, in my opinion. They continued to colour in. Once the image was completed, they both stood up and looked at it, fully and finally put it together. It was a picture of three puppies of different breeds laying together. A family can come from all parts of the universe as long as they come together. Our second project we've completed together, Patton nearly squeals. Yeah, we should start off third, or finish off first, depending on how you look at it. Patton looks confused. What's that? The washing up we left at the bum site, also known as your kitchen. <laughs> Patton's eyes go wide. Mum is going to kill me. They race downstairs to clean up the war zone with only ten minutes before their mother would be home and disembowel them. They didn't make it. Chapter 7 Patton and Co. Patton wakes up on Monday full of energy. He couldn't wait to see his friends and set up the bake sale. Most importantly, to tell them about his new little brother. He hadn't told any of them about him while he was in hospital, in case of one of his blood family came to take care of him, but now Virgil would be going to his school just as soon as he'd gotten enrolled, which, much to Pat's disappointment, wouldn't be for a while. He got dressed in his usual get-up, tying a grey cardigan around his neck and shoulders in case he got cold, or, more importantly, because it felt like a cape. Patton practically flew down the stairs into the kitchen. He made some tea and toast and ate it before grabbing his keys and checking he has all of his things in his bag. Once satisfied with everything, he leaves and grabs the boxes of brownies and cookies he made with Virgil yesterday and heads for his car. His father had already left for work and his mother and Virgil were both still sleeping. Once he had put everything in his car safely in the seat next to him, he turned to the keys and drove to Moor Lake High, his favourite place that isn't home or the dog park. Patton, hey, are those the bakes? 
Furman asks, taking a box and helping his friend take them to the home ec classroom and then into the fridge. Yep, cookies and brownies. Virgil helped make them. He's amazing at icing. Wait till you see them. Virgil? Oops. I'll tell you when the others get here. Big news. They left the classroom, knowing their treats would be safe until lunchtime, as Mrs. West said they were allowed to use the classroom for their fundraisers. In the hall, they met up with their senior friend, Remy, who had a coffee in his hand and was wearing sunglasses inside. Hey babes, how was the weekend? He smiled, embracing Patton and then Roman. Oh, not much. Is Emil here today? Patton grins. No, sorry sweetie. Was it important? Nah, I can tell Nita. I have an announcement. I have a new brother! Roman looks confused. Your mom's having another kid? No, silly. Virgil is my new brother. We're fostering him right now. He's had a bit of a troubled past. Dad's gonna try and get him enrolled here. Wait, he's our age? Remy asks now. Not quite. He's a sophomore. Sixteen. Where did he go before? Roman asks, the two boys seemingly to take it in turns to ask questions. Falcon High, doesn't your brother go there? Do you think we know each other? I hope not. I've met one of his friends, and all I can say is he gives me the heebie-jeebies. But he does act nice. And what would you know about acting, dear? Remy says. Roman makes a dramatic gasp. How could you? I'm kidding, love. Patton, what's Virgil's last name? Remy asks, tapping away at his phone. Grayson. Virgil Grayson. Why do you ask? Remy gives a frustrated sigh and glares at his screen. I can't find him anywhere. Are you sure you haven't fostered an alien or something? Patton laughs. I'm 99% sure he's human. I don't think he had any internet access with his father. Come to think of it, he still doesn't have a phone. Patton texts his own father before looking back to his own friends. Uh, what about the other 1%? Roman asks. You can never be 100% sure, and those you are 100% sure with are most likely not human. Where did you get that idea? Remy laughs. I read books, you know. Fables don't give you real intelligence, you know. Hey, fables give you a moral lesson. I know a few people who could use them, Patton mutters as a tall figure walks past. He instantly stops in, pl in his place, and Patton's heart drops. What, may I ask, are you talking about now? Or should I say whom? Logan Crofters turns to the small group of boys. He held them under a steel-like glare. We're doing a big sale, Patton announces, a wide smile on his face as he tries to lighten the mood. That's not what I asked, Patton. My brother helped make them. Logan looked to Patton with an odd look before leaving them. Nice save, buddy. The rest of the day goes by in a flash. The bake sale was highly successful, and Rum said he would come over for dinner soon, so he could thank Virgil himself. By the end of the day, there was only one of Patton's baked treats left, the one he saved for Logan. Logan always bought something from Patton's bake sales, even on days where he wouldn't even make eye contact with Patton and his friends. Patton took a the cookie and placed it into a small plastic box and put the other cardboard boxes in the recycling. Hey, Patton, do you want to go to the dog park? Roman asks. Um, not today, Roman. I have to go find someone and then head home, but thanks. Roman looks him up and down. Who are you and what did you do, my best friend?
Pat and laughs at him. Maybe we can take Virgil next time, but I really have to go before they leave. See you tomorrow. Patton took off towards the computer lab. He saw Logan walking down the hall away from the classroom. Logan, wait, you didn't buy anything for the bake sale. Don't worry, I saved you one. Patton calls over to the other junior. Logan stops. And why, Patton, would I want anything from you? Get lost, you're wasting my time. Patton stops. But I, I made it for you. I thought... Oh, never mind. You know, I always like to think you're a nice guy, maybe deep down, but maybe, maybe I was wrong. You never think about the consequences of what you say. Patton storms off as he starts to cry. Logan walks towards the box Patton had dropped, a cookie inside made just for him. And yet, something told Logan it wasn't about the cookie. Damn it, Patton, why'd it have to be you? That marks the end of that chapter. I hope that you enjoy the longer episode, I guess, um, in favor of one episode short, kind of one chapter per episode short style I was doing before. If you prefer chapter and episode one each, then let me know, or if you prefer two, then yeah, let me know. Thank you for listening.